Zeit ist in der Kleinstadt Winden ein Junge auf mysteriöse Weise verschwunden. Guten Abend an alle da draußen. Ihr hört Radio Winden, Winden's number one radio station since 1953. We're turning it over to the Dark Three, only on Radio Winden. Hello and welcome to Radio Winden. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. Hi. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Fabulous. Having a nice Sunday. Yeah. Well, you just hyped me up. So now I'm like, ah, I can take on the world. <laughs> you can. You can. I'm looking gorgeous doing it. I mean, yeah. I don't know why that's my reaction when someone compliments me is to make a horrific face, but it is. Anyway, on to Radio Winden. On to Radio Winden. Hi, I'm the mailman. I have mail. Are you guys Yay. excited? Uh-huh. I don't know why I said it like that. Are you guys ex- Welcome to Radio Winden. You're a North American <laughs> documentary now. <laughs> In a world where we read emails. Coming from North Carolina. <laughs> All right. So we do actually have an email from Damien. So I will read that for you. So Damien sent us a few emails. I'm going to read two of them. They're awesome. Uh, Damien, thank you for writing in. Mm -hmm. So Damien says, I have an admittedly unpopular theory that Agnes and Daniel Convald are Boris Niewald's parents. Oh. This would have required Agnes to be in Winden in the 60s. Boris was born in 1965. Remember the scene where Daniel tells Egon that cheating on your wife is perfectly acceptable behavior oh. and then basically admitted to having a mistress? This would but also a explain... a young one? Yeah. Like a this... really young one? I don't, I don't remember if no, we said that... No, he straight up is like the young ones. Oh, jeez. Like, r- yeah, he, he hints that he's fucking his babysitter, dude. It's like oh, real bad. Gross. Yeah. Oh, God. It's really disgusting. Yeah. This would also explain the Nielsen and Kahn-Wald combination of his last name, Boris Niewald. We talked about that. We did. Stop it. Yeah. This is a juicy theory. I know. (laughs) I may be reaching, but it annoys me that the Niewald thing isn't explained. And it also haunts me that there must be reason that they chose to tell us that Daniel had a mistress. I love your podcast even after my third rewatch. Would love you to explore theories about Boris's parentage. Ooh. I mean, already I'm in. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued by this very much. So uh, it, it, you hit on a couple of things that I really like, which is the name, because they did mm-hmm. pick everyone's name. We know that. So they purposefully blended those names together. It, it might it might be you might be onto something here. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think that potentially him revealing that he had a mistress was simply to repaint the picture that there was some abuse going on uh in the home right because we were wondering that with with inez yeah yeah we were wondering if there was some weird shit going on so i think it could also just narratively be there to explain some of that but oh boy i do wonder i don't remember there being sort of any indication that agnes was seeing anyone else in terms of like actually her in the vicinity of other characters or her yeah. being in a place where you would be able to connect the dot between her and Daniel. Still, I wonder if going through another 
watch and trying to see if maybe there could be a link there. Yeah. Also, it, if Daniel was talking about how he was with younger women, I don't know if Agnes would fall under that category. Yeah, I don't think she would either. Well, yeah. I mean, we have time travel involved, so who knows? That's true. So I'm thinking about the time, not the timelines, but I'm thinking about the generations here. So we're talking about Agnes and Inez's father being the parents of Boris, right? Agnes. Yes. Yeah. Agnes okay. and Daniel Conbald, Inez's father. That might be one generation off then, because if Inez was, was her dad's Daniel? Yes. Daniel. Yes. Yeah. Yep. If Inez is Daniel's daughter and wait, no, maybe that does oh, work. Th I think that because might Regina, actually work. Yeah. Yeah. Because Regina is the same age group as Boris, who then becomes yeah. Alexander. Yeah. And Claudia, Regina's mother, was friends with Inez when they were growing Holy up. Shit. So maybe? Yeah. The question then, though, is that how does he arrive as a stranger in Wyndon? Yeah. Why does he go to Wyndon? Maybe his parents were from Wyndon. The same way that Peter goes to Wyndon? Yeah. Yeah. Why does he go to Wyndon? He just shows up. It kind of seemed like he was passing through. Yeah. And he decided to yeah. stay because of Regina. But like, who passes through Wyndon? Yeah, it's just like woods. Yeah, that's so weird. And he was on it's foot. It's so weird. Yeah. Okay, I have a mystery I'm going to dive into now. <laughs> I wonder if maybe, okay, this is crazy, but I wonder if maybe, stay with me here. Yeah. The creators of the show are creating like a dark cinematic universe mm -hmm. and eventually they'll make content that relates to Boris's past. I, I am actually with you on that because I, I think that dark, yes, I think dark is a self-contained story that can be with inside um, another universe where they're going to be telling their current uh, story. Their, their current story is going to be back in time. We don't know if there's going to be any time travel or anything, but yeah. they're doing some of the same kind of um filming they're using the same area Locations. Yeah. yeah and that could just be because they know it really really well i do that you know i mm -hmm. take my clients to the same uh locations sometimes because i just know them really well i know the time where the light's gonna hit you know i know all that so it could just be that but the way that technically my theory of you know those realities not really truly existing they're fractured parts of the origin world really and truly that means that everything ha that happened within Dark technically, like, didn't really happen. So they have yeah. they have the ability to say, oh, yeah, or reference a crazy mad scientist that does this thing. But it, in the end, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's essentially what I think happens, you know, is Tannhouse does this thing. But do we ever really see the world's reaction to his creation? Not really. So yeah. it could be something that in another time they will reference that or we'll see actors from the original dark that aren't really playing their characters, but they're playing origin world versions of whoever that would have been potentially, yeah. or they're just playing somebody else. It's a very, very interesting theory. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, and I really do hope that they do that. But I also am open to whatever they decide to do next. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to your point... All of Dark is dedicated to the families who existed only inside this yes. alternate universe. Yeah. So <gasps> following that logic, they could then tap into the stories of the people who exist outside of yeah. these totally. pocket realities. The world without Winden? Yeah. Yes, the world Super. without Winden. Oh, dude! 
dude. Holy shit. <laughs> That's their next project is a world without wind in. That was their fucking message. The last line of their show oh was like, and we are do- we're doing something else, but we're showing you a world without wind in. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. I'm freaking out right die. now. I'm losing freaking my mind. out right now. They I'm do freaking that. out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's, here's, <laughs> I buy it because here's the thing that we know, we know for an absolute fact, I'm losing my mind. We know for an absolute fact that these showrunners do not put things in the show that don't fit or make sense or have a reason for being there. Yeah. And yeah. Boris and the detective who's looking for him. Yes. Clausen. Who the Clausen? fuck is that? Why Clausen's existence in and of itself for me is like the hint that there's more to be said because it he doesn't make any sense. He makes absolutely no sense to me. Right. He comes yeah. from where? So, yeah, go, go, go. In a minute, we're going to play something that we recorded last last record. And in that discussion, we talked about closed captioning and trying to figure out how to do a transcript. So we decided we were going to try to put the videos up on YouTube with closed captioning on them. And then I went extra crazy and decided to make us an intro. The reason this is important is because I was looking at footage between Charlotte and this fucking detective and their scenes mirror each other. Ah. And I think Charlotte in world one is the one on the hunt. She's the one following the threat. She's the Charlie, but she's not really doing that in alt world. Yeah. So I wonder if these two are like supposed to represent kind of the circling. They're supposed to kind of be the two ends of the tail, like kind of trying to eat each other, Charlotte and this detective in this world. And then in alt world, we just need to figure out who those people are that mirror those two. Does that make sense? Yes. But as you were saying that, I had a sudden thought. Yes. Clausen talks about how his brother was killed, right? Yes. Do we know that he was what if he was what if it goes past Winden what if he was as Ulrich is what if Clausen is Ulrich looking for his son but he's looking for his brother like he's looking for the reason why his brother died but his brother died because of the timeline and to continue the timeline but somewhere else oh my god like everything repeats itself and Tannhaus isn't the only one that did it or when he, when Ten House did that, it didn't only create these pocket worlds in Winden; in it Winden. also created multiples across Everywhere. all of space Shit. and time. That is such a good idea, dude. I love that theory. I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid theory. Think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna look for evidence of that. Okay. Well, you that should was, totally I, do that. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh. such an interesting thought. Yeah, because think about it. No one really truly exists in a vacuum. So if he did fracture worlds, then there is absolutely two realities outside of Winden as well. For everywhere. For everywhere. Yep. Yeah. The whole universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is just a random thought that I'm going to share here and I'm going to butcher it. So anybody listening to the podcast that's into astrophysics, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing in advance. (laughs) Um, They just discovered something fairly recently in the last couple of years that I just discovered like a month ago about black holes oh i read about that yeah Yeah. and it's that the light doesn't go away like you can actually move through it but you come through changed i'm sorry what hold on let me look up exactly what it was please i'll die the black hole information paradox comes to an end uh which is i will link this i will link this here in the uh 
in the show notes as well. But uh, in a series of breakthrough papers, theoretical physicists have come tangentially close to resolving the black hole information paradox that has entranced and bedeviled them for nearly 50 years. Information, they now say with confidence, does escape a black hole. If you jump into one, you will not be gone for good. Particle by particle, the information needed to reconstitute your body does reemerge. Most physicists have long assumed that it would, that it was the upshot of string theory, their leading candidate for a unified theory of nature. But new calculations, though inspired by string theory, stand on their own with nary a string in sight. Information gets out through the workings of gravity itself, just ordinary gravity, with a single layer of quantum effects. So, this is a peculiar role reversal for gravity. According to Einstein's general theory of relativity, the gravity of a black hole is so intense that nothing can escape it. The more sophisticated understanding of black holes developed by Stephen Hawking and his colleagues in the 70s did not question this principle. Hawking and others sought to describe matter in and around black holes using quantum theory, but they continued to describe gravity using Einstein's classical theory. And for those listening, they don't, they don't mix. We fundamentally use two principles in science that do not agree with each other, but it's the best we got, so that's what we go with. Now, continuing to the article. Although the approach predicted new effects at the perimeter of the hole, the interior remained strictly sealed off. Physicists figured that Hawking had nailed the semi-classical calculation. Any further progress would have to treat gravity, too, as quantum. So now, this is what the authors with the new studies dispute. They have found additional semi-classical effects, new gravitational configurations that Einstein theory permits, but that Hawking did not include. Quantum gravity? Yes, dude. What? Muted at first, these effects come to dominate when the black hole gets extremely old. Time plays a factor. The whole transforms from a hermit kingdom to a vigorously open system. Not only does information spill out, anything new that falls in is regurgitated almost immediately. The revised semi-classical theory has yet to explain how exactly this information would get out, but such has been the place of discovery in the past two years that theorists already have hints of the escape mechanism. This is the most exciting thing that has happened in the subject since Hawking. Now, what all of this means is being intensely debated in Zoom calls and webinars as this is being typed. The work is highly mathematical and has a Rube Goldberg quality to it, stringing together one calculational trick after another in a way that's hard to interpret. Wormholes, the holographic universe principle, emergent space-time, quantum entanglement, quantum computers, nearly every concept in fundamental physics these days makes an appearance making the subject both captivating and confounding, and not everybody is convinced. But almost everyone appears to agree on one thing. In some way or another, space-time itself seems to fall apart at a black hole, implying that space-time is not the root level of reality, but an emergent structure from something much deeper. And although Einstein conceived of gravity as the geometry of space-time, his theory also entails the disillusion of space-time, which is ultimately why information can escape this gravitational prison. Fuck. Which, like, there's just so much I, there. I, yeah. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, like. Quantum gravity. Yeah. So the really cool thing, and I'm just going to post a picture of this because it freaked me out. Um, yeah. It sent me into a writing spiral. Here, what do you think this looks like? Uh, um, an eyeball? It looks like an eyeball, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's a black hole. Yep. Now, if we look at when our eyes dilate and expand, like if you look at an eyeball, that's what a black hole looks like. Now that yeah. we can see what it looks like when it's expanding. Yeah. And I just think that's micro macro and it blows my mind. Because I'm just, I'm personally of the belief that we're all star stuff. We're all, we're all space dust. So for me to see that and then look at, you know, like look at the gone intro with the eye when it like dilates that it looks the same. What you're saying is we are, we are made of star stuff and there is something out there in space that looks like something that is in every one of our bodies. Yes. Yes. And it blows my mind. And so what's really interesting and and sci-fi fodder as far as we know for this, but the fact that the holographic universe theory is still kind of like uh, rejuvenated almost by this information, I personally find really intriguing. It's almost like, so we know that the universe is expanding, Mm -hmm. ever expanding, right? And originally we thought that the universe was expanding from a center point, from somewhere in the middle, But it actually turns out that it's not that way, that just everything is expanding outward from from their point of origin or just everything is expanding outward. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but there isn't a center of the universe. Everything is expanding away. So what if that black hole, maybe not an origin point, but what if we're all in a tan house situation where there was this explosive thing We are now all expanding outward. We are all kind of growing and changing. And on the other side of that black hole is a different version, an alt world. It's a different universe on the other side of that black hole, expanding in its own way with different events, with the different earth. Like, I think that's fucking awesome. And of course, it's sci-fi fodder. There's, uh, you know, (laughs) nowhere near enough evidence to kind of prove anything. But we the, the, the bottom line is we don't know. We don't know yet. But I just, that's awesome. What we do know is that for a long time, these two theories that we use regularly to explain the world and life as we know it don't agree with each other. So it's really cool to see that we were, you know, wrong about potentially one of them and, you know, maybe potentially on the nose with another one. And we're, we're trying to get everything in order. But man, the idea that gravity is, that both gravity and time are side effects of something else yeah is intriguing and also it's totally backed up by the fact that time is different in space for us Uh like time and you know time passes for us differently if you yeah the order of time it's exactly right it's just so intriguing it is well especially with with black holes and just the way that time is measured differently the closer to a black yes. hole you get or time the bends sun, or the earth or the sun yeah it, it's it's like it's tied to gravity in a way like time yeah. is passing a certain way for us here on earth and it's just you know we're believing that to be true but if somebody were to go out you know it's like interstellar you can go yeah. out you can travel faster than the speed of light or even just faster than where we are traveling and time will pass differently for you. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, isn't it like time passes differently for people according to their altitude as well? Or like there's just different, 
even minuscule. It's very, remember. very, very small. Yeah. But I believe yes, because it's it's dependent on how quickly you are traveling around uh, the sun. So ultimately, yeah. or like traveling through space. So ultimately, I don't know if it's if it changes at a higher altitude because technically you're still on the Earth, still traveling the same distance. Uh, but it's possible. It's yeah. possible. But I know that like the further you know out you go, and depending on your speed of travel. Yeah. Versus our speed of travel, things will change. So it's almost like time is a symptom. Yes. Yep. That's exactly Aging what Aging is a symptom. Oh, fun story. <laughs> One of my favorite songs of all time by this artist who I love called Joanna Newsom. She has a whole album. I think I've talked about this. Have I not talked about this? I think to, I've talked about us, this. To us, but I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast. Um, so she came out with an album called Divers. And Divers, basically the whole... The whole album is about life and time and stories and everything like that. But the very last track, which is my favorite song by her of all time, is called Time as a Symptom. And the song is just basically, it talks about flowing in the river of time and yeah. hold, stand brave life liver, bleeding out your days in the river of time. Like, it's just like one of the most beautiful things. Like, I want to get a tattoo of her lyrics of this song because it's just, <laughs> I, it means a lot. Like, the song means a lot to me. But also, when you listen to the whole album in one go, the song ends beginning the first track. So, dude, the end is the beginning. So, the first song begins with her saying, sending na, 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 na. and that's like the first moment and the last part of the very last song is this repeat where she says white star white ship night jar transmit transcend white star white ship night jar transmit trans and then it ends mm. it just goes trans and then oh, it and then it goes and then if you, it just the first song. yeah it just loops directly into the first song it's a masterpiece but but ever since that, like, it's just, yeah, on that note of the idea of time as a symptom. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so good. Isn't there also something about there are two camps in, I want to say astrophysics. Please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm I mean, I might wrong, not be able to, but I, yeah. I will try my best. Yeah, that there are two camps. Basically, there are the physicists who believe in multiverse theory and that if multiverse theory is correct, then our... Everything that we know about physics in the other direction falls apart. And so there are these like two camps of people who are basically like, well, let's hope multiverse theory isn't true. There are those who believe in it wholeheartedly. And then there are physicists who are like, I think, working in the other way. Anyway, I think I'm probably generalizing quite a bit but yeah yeah i mean there are you know it's like camps of uh theory and i think from from my very limited experience uh it on the topic or in the topic it seems to be that most people are like it's like that dinner conversation you have with a glass of wine you're like but what's the answer to this and you yeah. kind of are just like well it could be this or it could be that but what if that because we just don't have enough answers but i wouldn't say that uh, people are firmly like yes multiverse i mean i'm sure there are some but i think i think ultimately it's just kind of like too too kind of unsure uh, but but this this new information will change things like we know yeah. like i i didn't read the whole the whole article but I, i'll link it and you should definitely check it out because we now Please have something do. called the page curve in in black holes where it's like we didn't realize that you know we thought everything was getting sucked into the black hole 
but it actually turns out that information is leaking out of it and then it just gets reassigned dude like that's it's fucking it's insane. i can't <laughs> yeah the, rate, the the stuff that comes out of the black hole then just becomes part of what's already existing around us like stop what is what does that even mean and then the black hole does die what is a black hole then and why is there information leaking out and into it why is there a it's more like a contact lens it's more like an eyeball with that curve where it's like yep. in and out so what information is it leaking out what's on the other side of it Dude, two ways straight to another dimension yeah oh I my just, god i just think yeah. that's so intriguing to me i yeah the quantum entanglement has always been really interesting. And it's, a, you know, I, I don't feel so badly going on this huge tangent here because I do think it's related to dark. And I don't think for a second that they didn't freak out when they saw this information as well. Um, we are doing an episode of about this stuff, I think, yeah, as well, so like a I, full science episode. Science and time travel. I, I'll kind of reel it in a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah, it's fucking really, really interesting. So, so interesting. That's amazing, man. Thank yeah. you for reading that. I yeah, can't absolutely. wait. We'll put that stuff in the show notes, everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, both that article and the song that I mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for writing us, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Sorry. Um, we just like went crazy. So just, just to recap, Damien's email was about Boris Newwald's parentage potentially being Agnes and Daniel. And we somehow started talking about black holes, but that was a fantastic conversation. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I just want to say one last thing because it really, I think, is something cool to walk away from. And I forgot to mention it. So when a black hole dies, like they don't understand black holes that much. But now we know the leaking of the information leads to the black hole's end. When it has no more information <gasps> or things to give it, that is when it dies. What the fuck does that mean? Like a portal closing and nothing sort being of. able to get through anymore. Yeah, sort of. I need uh, an adult. <laughs> it's like one of those situations where it's like you don't... Like, we don't know which comes first, the chicken or the egg. You exactly, know? yep. So it's like, it, it's sort of the similar situation here. We didn't understand, is it that the black hole is ending? Why there is no more information? But with this new info, it looks like it's actually entangled. Like, it's like it dying organism. and smalling, it, it getting smaller is that same yeah. reason. So yeah, it's fucking cool. What if we yeah. already know how to dimensionally travel and all these black holes are just future or other reality versions of humanity, like just going through shit, man. All right. Thank you so much for writing us, Damien. Thank you for that mind blowing conversation that just uh, happened. Yeah. Right it was, now. Yeah, it was amazing. It was fun. We are now going to be segueing into a previous recording of an email that we got last week while we were recording our main episode on Bartosh and Celia. I just want to say one thing before we do that, and that is, Rachel, we've already started working on the thing. I think we, we end this conversation saying we're going to look into it. We have started doing that. We yeah. think we found a way to do it, and um, it means that our videos are probably going to go up on YouTube. So if that's something that you would like to check out, then just keep posted to our Twitter, and it should be coming out soon, hopefully soon. That's yeah. it. And thank you so much. Okay. Uh, so here we go. We just finished recording uh, mm -hmm. a major episode and we just got a really sweet email right now. And 
every time an email starts with caps, listen, anyone listening and you want to email us, <laughs> if you just start with caps and swearing, I want to read it immediately. Yep. It, it <laughs> so, worked. She told yeah. us the title and we went, we can't wait. You have to read it now. So we're now hitting record and we're probably going to sneak this in the middle of the radio window next week. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> um, would you care to read the title? Yes, I absolutely would. So the email comes from Rachel. The subject of the email is Holy fucking fuck. Wow. Gosh, fucking wow. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I feel alive. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Guten Tag, Dunkel (laughs) 3, which translates to good day, dark three. My name is Rachel. I go by she, her pronouns. I live in Waterloo, Ontario. I'd like to ask you to please narrate my life. (laughs) (laughs) I found your beautiful voices through Spotify when I was searching for a dark podcast and you were the first to come up. (gasps) We were? Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) I started your series at work last week, listening to most episodes more than once. And I'm in love. Wow. Wow. Waiting for another episode is torture. That's it. That's why we do the radio windings, because we know. We know y'all can't wait. I've restarted in hopes that I'll catch things I missed and ease the torture. Ha ha. Anywho, I have a few things I've been dying to say, and I will try my best to keep it short. Sorry it's so long. So without further ado, standing ovation, slow clap. And then it has the gif of Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio yes. in Great Gatsby with a champagne glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she also said, if you can't see this gif, it's Leonardo DiCaprio lifting a glass and smiling at you. Thank you. <laughs> we know exactly <laughs> which one that is. <laughs> Just as the subject reads, holy fucking fuck, wow, gosh, fucking wow. Bless your fucking souls. I thought I was happy dark was a thing. I'm so thankful for you three beautiful, intelligent women. Oh, my oh, God. I really do feel like I'm in your living room nerding out with you. And I feel like I've made three new friends. I've <laughs> laughed cried and been shooketh with you i teared up when you told us about pb's accident and i'm mm-hmm. honored to hear all your personal life stories i'm so happy you're all safe and living life oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm emotional yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, that that's is so, so special that's so cool yeah. and man i just wish we had recorded our initial talks about what we wanted for this podcast so yeah. that we could know, right? play it right now because that yeah. it, that initial conversation we had about how we wanted to run the podcast was we kind of we weren't sure if we wanted to, you know, do all this research and then present it in a way that was just factual and no kind of casual conversation. And and then we ended up really feeling like this show was so special that it would do a disservice to just remove the emotion from it to remove Mm -hmm. the kind of um conversational aspect to it and we said that we said we just want people to feel like they're in the room with us when you just watch that cool movie and then you're sitting on the couch and you're like wow and then this part and then this part which you don't really have too much anymore or like tv and i think it's because most of the stuff you can watch now you binge right like you watch a bunch on netflix And you don't have a week to week episode where you go to the water cooler or you talk to your friends and you go, did you see this week's episode? And what about this? And, you know, people are doing that on Reddit for dark or that kind of stuff. So I think, yeah, man, to hear that that's how you feel, Rachel, that just that makes me so happy, so unbelievably happy because that's really what we wanted to do. So we succeeded uh, for at least one person. And that's enough for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. She says, now I have two thoughts about color theory. One (laughs) is the pink theme of purity. I thought the same thing as you three and whisper yell that you during my shift. It means purity in your episode about (laughs) forbidden love. However, during my current rewatch, I noticed that in season two, episode six, Marta is wearing a dark pink at the beach. Then in the last episode of season two, she's wearing a light pink on the day she starts to understand everything and dies. In addition, Alt Ulrich is wearing a pink dress shirt when he's at the police station under his jacket. And Katarina's mom in Jonas's world wears a vibrant pink jacket. I'm not too sure what to make of that and wanted to get your opinions. I wonder if it can still mean innocence in a way. Yeah. Because if you think about when Katarina is wearing pink, it's when she's a young teen and she's being physically abused by her mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Marta... I immediately think of purity lessening if it was a dark pink and then a light mm-hmm. pink yeah. right before she understands what's happening. Yeah. The color being and, leached out. Yeah. Yeah. And even like her mom, Katerina's mom wearing a, a pink jacket, even if it was bright, I mean, she at that time didn't know. So maybe purity as in like a related to innocence or that's what I think I think it's I think it's important not to immediately go to sexual purity because that or moral purity when is she wearing the jacket is it before or after she has sex with Ulrich (gasps) huh I'm gonna be honest I think I would be pretty disappointed if they were using sexual purity as a metaphor in dark I really don't think they're doing that we don't see it with Hannah So my gut instinct is to say it's with innocence, but not in a sexual way, either being naive or the idea of them losing that innocence that you have when you believe anything is possible. Yeah. And I think Katerina loses that as a teenager. We see that a little bit, obviously. Ulrich, probably, when is he wearing the pink? Is it before or after his son goes missing? This is alt world. Alt Ulrich is wearing a pink dress shirt when he's at the police station under his jacket. So he doesn't know about time travel then either. No, no, no. Yeah. And his son never went missing. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. So I think if I had to guess, that's probably what it is. And that's just me guessing without a a total recent rewatch under my belt. But next time I go in through, because I am currently going through season two right now. Next time I go through, I will take a peek and keep my eyes out for more pink. Mm -hmm. Good catch, Rachel. Yeah. She says, the second is also just an awesome small WTF moment I noticed after your color theory episode. In season two, episode six, when Magnus and Bartosh are telling Martha the story about the woman at the bottom of the lake, the ball floating behind the whole scene is yellow. Basically taunting everyone like, ha ha ha, yeah, by the way, that's your mom. No! Wow! (laughs) Dude. Dude! Holy shit. Oh, Good catch. Good catch. That is so good. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that's a nod from the production team being like, ha Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That scene still breaks my heart. I know. I know. Oh, my God. So she says, you have offered everything I had hoped I could find once I finished Dark and so much more. I do have one request, if possible. My cousin and I recently reunited after decades apart, and Dark was one thing we really bonded over. Oh. I'd really like to share your podcast with her. The only thing is that she's deaf. Is there any way you could have a summary of each episode or maybe a collaboration of your notes for the episode? That way we can discuss all your awesome realizations and theories and she can take a peek at your interesting and beautiful minds. I'm sorry if that's a lot to ask. No worries if it's too much. I understand you have lives too. 
Uh, I have an idea. Yeah. I immediately have an idea. We'll look into it. We'll look into yeah. it, Rachel. Yeah. We'll look into yeah. it. We'll see what we can do. Absolutely. Um, because we would love that. Yeah. So then she says, uh, anyways, your podcast is the first I've ever listened to. And let me just say, oh. you have set the bar high as fuck. Life <laughs> changed. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. So nice. One thing I absolutely love is that we all get to hear your beautiful German and translation of all the tiny details. My heart melted when you explained that I love you is said in two different ways. When my Oma taught me German, she always said, Ich liebe dich. And that's how we always end our phone calls. So hearing that the translation is a strong love, I know it's more for a partner, but it really made me smile. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's making me tear up again. Especially I hearing can't cry you, Myrtles, I, have to read. <laughs> I know, especially hearing you talk about how in the German culture, that is very rare unless yeah. it's yeah. with partners to have. So to have a grandma who loves you so much that she will yeah. use the strong way of saying, I love you. That melts my heart. Yeah. 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 Also, you mentioned sharing something we're proud of or we're working on. I love to garden, but I live in a fourth floor apartment. So last spring, my <gasps> boyfriend and I grew some plants on our balcony and we weren't expecting much to grow. But by June, we found ourselves our own oasis with veggies, fruits and flowers. Stop it. Yeah, dude. This we've is had my favorite meat, right? thing. And also because she lives in Waterloo and that's I not know. far from me. And so it's hard to fucking grow things in Ontario. <laughs> yeah. We've had so many cucumbers, raspberries, tomatoes, and herbs with our meals. We couldn't even eat them all. And with the flowers, wow. we're running out of room. Haha. <laughs> our garden did so well that it was still going strong well into November, even with snow. I'll Stop. attach some photos for you. Oh, so really? I will be dropping those photos I was just going to ask if we yeah. can get photos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they would if Rachel would be interested in this, but PB, I learned about the hydroponic garden from you mm -hmm. that you could do inside. Yes. I don't know if you want to like drop that in there, yes. maybe. Yes, I will definitely. So um I'm having a hard time uh, growing things on the balcony. Well, at least this year I was because uh it was very, very, very hot this summer. But I did get a couple of hydroponic gardens that sit on top of my refrigerator and I grow herbs year round in them. And this, uh, this winter I have strawberries. So it's, <gasps> you yeah. Didn't oh my God. Quite lovely. Quite lovely. So, um, I will put a link. Holy sh. This is I'm fucking just beautiful. The photos now. Oh, wow. Is that basil? Wow, look at the, the snow on the flowers. She wasn't kidding. They survived. <gasps> look at the Rachel, raspberries. What are Whoa. you feeding your plants? What this are is you, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, w what is that a whole basil tree? What is that? That's what I'm saying. I can't grow basil. I've tried so many times. Okay, look, Rachel, I need a play by play with how you did this <laughs> in your garden here because what the hell? That is gorgeous. What is that big leafy one on the top there? Oh, <gasps> look at that. Look at that fucking vegetables it's so good it looks like oh and is that lettuce wow that's red leaf lettuce <laughs> rachel the uh green the, thumb yeah, yeah the green, green thumb. thumb i was gonna say the the fruit pixie but my gosh this is it's more than fruit it's fruit and veggies it's gorgeous it's wonderful <laughs> holy cow i love the lattice too yeah to keep yeah. the long spindly plants up Mm -hmm. This is in stark contrast to me desperately trying to save my bathroom plant right now. <laughs> I had to cut off <laughs> all the leaves and just like oh. hope for the best. Yeah. 
What's neat about uh, a balcony garden like this with the fruits and vegetables is that you kind of redo every spring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a second chance, which I quite like. So yeah, Rachel, uh, I'm going to need some tips because holy (laughs) cow, this is amazing. Beautiful. And a dream of mine as well to do a balcony garden like this with fruits and vegetables. So yeah. Okay. She then says, now, since you asked us to share our successes, please don't stop sharing yours at the end of the episodes. I want to hear about it all. Even if you're taking a break, please shout out something you're proud of. You three are too amazing not to share something you put so much time into. Oh my God. I know. Okay. I believe that's about enough. I've enjoyed having the privilege to listen to your conversations and have a peek at those wonderful brains. When you go on your dark European tour, please share it. You three are perfect for each other. Never believe anything else. Rachel. P.S. Again, please narrate my life or MC at my wedding. P.P.S. <laughs> if, you d- <laughs> if you do read this live, could you please stand up and clap for the standing ovation slow clap? So we're going to oh, do that yeah. right okay, now. Okay, we're doing we're gonna, it right yeah. now. Hold on, hold yeah. on. Perfect. Perfect. That's for you, Rachel. I know you wanted that to be for us, but that's for you. So good. So thank you so much for uh, writing to us, Rachel. Uh, You made my day or week or life. Mine also. Yep. All that. All the above. And please don't hesitate to write again. Keep us abreast of things that's going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it, right? Wow. That was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Okay. That was a great radio wind in. I yeah, feel it was super some happy about it. Hattiness there, but yeah. I'm so yeah. into it. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with our main episode, Agnes. Agnes. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning into Radio Winden. See you next time.